0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Jesse the Planner's here. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast. Last week we preached a sermon entitled The Big Payoff Part One. This is the Big Payoff Part. Have you been preparing for the blessing of God to flow in every area of your life? I'm going to tell you something. You better get on your life, Jackie, because I'm going to tell you something. The big payoff's coming. It's a tsunami. I can just see it coming to bless you in the city, in the field, going in, going out. I don't care what country you live in. I don't care what state you live in, what county, what parish, wherever you live. My God, if you believe God's word, I'm going to tell you something. This tsunami will not hurt you. It will help you. So right now, call a friend, tell them to turn that television on. They're gonna be blessed by it. And watch this wonderful sermon, The Big Payoff, part two. Watch that, verse 26 of Ecclesiastes chapter two. For to the person who pleases him, God gives wisdom and knowledge and joy. But to the sinner, he gives the work of gathering and heaping up that he may give to one who pleases God. Underline that in your Bible. You ought to read that once a day. This also is vanity and they're striving after the wind and a feeding on it. See, that's what's going to happen. You see, everything that they got will fade from their hands. God's word is true. People say, I don't believe it. It don't make no difference whether you believe it or not. Why? Because the stroke of heaven will happen in overnight. And it will happen, my God, and it will flow beyond your wildest dreams. You'll be so debt free, you won't know do it yourself. Yes. All right, put it, uh, can y'all put the message Bible up there? Let me read. Come on, bring it to me together. Hallelujah. This is the message. I love this translation. God may give wisdom and knowledge and joy to his favorites. <laughs> 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 like, but sinners are assigned a life of hard labor and end up turning their wages over to God's favorites. Are you God's favorites. Oh, Lord Jesus. Nothing but smoke and spitting in the wind. Glory <laughs> to God. Ooh, Lord Joy, look at that, joy to his favorites. Joy to his favorites. But sinners are assigned a life of hard labor and end up turning their wages over to God's favorites. Can I say it, Lord? He said, yes, you can. Why are you mad at me? Answer the question. I'm just God's favorite. And he has given me favor. Why is my wife so pretty and yours is so ugly? Because I'm God's favorite, I ain't looking around. Don't look around here. Don't look around here. <laughs> look at Kathy. Oh God, oh, I'm I'm moving now, son. Right. Is what it is. Man, I tell you what, I I, I mean, I got shocked uh, last night. Uh, you know, we went, <laughs> no uh, yesterday for lunch. We went to the seafood pot. You know, just sitting there eating like that, and I got up, you know, and about then I saw Kathy going. I said, what? I, you know. She said, I'm just looking at you. I said, enjoy yourself. <laughs> she said, I'm just looking at you. You still looking at this old man? She said, yeah. I thought, "Ooh, I'm her favorite. One time she was in Honolulu shopping somewhere. I wasn't with her and as some person saw her wedding ring, you know, she got a pretty nice diamond. <laughs> that person looked at her and said, somebody must really love you. Is that right? I think I said that. And that's a blessing. You see, that's Ecclesiastes. Can you understand? What was Israel? God's chosen people. Yes, right. Right. Payoffs coming, ladies and gentlemen. All the suffering, your mother and father, worked like a dog to get you through school. Never had anything, had to work two or three jobs. Everything that was stolen from them will be given back to you. hundredfold. Now, do you understand why the devil sells sell a junk to the church to make them preach that the hundredfold is not for today? Because he's got to give it up. Yeah. There's no other choice in the matter. See, so your life's work is your statue. Yes. I like that. In other words, you, you, you're a piece of artwork. It will elevate or degrade you. It's either good or bad. It determines the quality of your destiny. Yes. So I made up my mind, I ain't giving the devil nothing. Which is my next point? We must not relinquish our property to the oppressors. We must not write it down. We must not relinquish our property to the oppressors. You see what I'm saying? I just made up my mind when I saw that. I said, "The payoff, man, 430 years." I don't mean to sound arrogant. I come from a very poor family. It wasn't shame that I wasn't ashamed of You know, my mom and dad did the best they could. I was proud of my, mom. you know. Yeah, I mean, I we didn't have much. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I'd get an apple or an orange for Christmas. Come on now. Come on now. That's a fact. Anybody ever did that Nobody. growing up? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's just the way it was. And I was glad to get it. Yes. Yeah, I remember I got, a, I got one toy. If I got a toy, I didn't get a toy till I was eight, and nine. I, you know what I got for a birthday? Cake. Grandma would make a cake. Actually, it wasn't a cake. It was sweet cornbread. She, she called it salty cornbread and sweet corn, which means um, regular cornbread, and then she would put sugar in the cornbread for sweet cornbread. Anybody ever eat that? Yeah. You know what I, I call it poor food, you know what I'm saying? I was glad to get it. I was glad to get it. And I'll never forget one time when I went to, oh man, I went to school and all I had was jeans. And you weren't allowed to wear jeans. You had to wear slacks, I didn't have any. But so there were several kids that they didn't stop them from going to school. But it was embarrassing. They go, he's poor because he got jeans on. They ain't saying that no more. I mean, I still got jeans on, but they're high dollar jeans. <laughs> Say what you want. I don't mean that to be, I'm not being arrogant. I'm telling you, but I remember that. Oh, man. And I remember my mama telling you, you know, if you serve God, just God will bless you. But you see, I didn't see it in their lives because they, they put a limit on it. God can't bless us that much. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. can you imagine a man that had his back beat by an Egyptian the day before bleeding because he was slave, making bricks and so without, just beating, that the next day, the guy that beat him gave him all his gold, wow. silver, clothes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure most of them probably said, let's go take a bath to get this mud of slavery off of us hmm, and they started walking. And everywhere they walked, God went before them. People say, you never know what God's going to do. Yes, he's a pillar of fire at night and a cloud by day. And he wants to bless each and every one of you. How many of you are going to receive that blessing? I want you to do it. And you don't get cocky and arrogant with it. I've told my granddaughter, and I, I told my daughter when Jody was growing up, I said, you know, God has blessed us, and I blessed her. I said, we don't look down on people. Money don't, money don't make you a great person. That's right. But I'm tired of the devil stealing from you. Yeah. How many of you, your parents or your grandparents died too early? Anybody? That's what I'm talking about. Stole the health. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that sad? You think he cares? Uh-uh. But you know what? He thinks he killed them. But God said if they're born again, they're gonna be ra- well, they're going to be raised from the yeah. dead even if they're sinners. Yeah. Think about that for a second. So write this down. Just as the Egyptians had to give to Israel, so will the wealth of the wicked be given to us. There's no other choice. If Elon Musk, I don't know, I don't judge his heart, but if Elon Musk, I don't care if he own Tesla, TikTok, it don't matter, That day will come when this tsunami blessing of God will flow to you like you never thought possible. How can that be? Well, you can ask the, you can ask the Israelites back then, how could it be? God showed up. God showed up. I got all debt. God, God called something called the year of Jubilee. He, he can cancel debt in one day. That's how Germany got on its feet. Do you understand that? Germany was broke, 200,000% inflation. Do you know that? But Hitler came in and hated the Jews, but he used the Jewish concept, lincoy. He, he, he proclaimed a day, or it was a day instead of a year, a day of Jubilee, he canceled all debt. All of a sudden people that were in debt, it was over. The next thing you see, the Nazis, they're driving convertible Mercedes. What happened? He used the God concept. This is a God concept, the big payoff. Yes in every area of your life. Quit thinking about just stuff, but you're going to get stuff. See, people say, you shouldn't worry about stuff. Well, evidently God does, because he sure made him take it all out of Egypt. In fact, I, I want to, yeah, I mean, he made him take it out of Egypt. I want to go back to uh, 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 Exodus 12. But isn't that good, that verse in Ecclesiastes? Yeah. Exodus 12 again. Let me, let me read that. I want to go on a little further here. Watch this, what he says. Ooh, right here. Yeah, praise the Lord, let me talk. Mm -hmm. Verse 37, and the children of Israel journeyed from Ramses to Sukkot and 600,000 on foot that were men besides children and a mixed multitude went up also with them and flocks and herds and even much cattle. Can you imagine what was coming out of Egypt? Egypt was the wealthiest nation of that day. (sighs) Devil was mad. If you keep on reading, he wants to kill them. But you don't mess with God. Once God takes a, you can't touch his stuff. And they died in the Red Sea. Think about that for a minute. Now, you see, they could have been in the promised land in 11 days. Why did they go into the wilderness? Because they didn't know how to handle it. So I'm going to come on. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I want you you to start training yourself how to handle finance. I want you to start training yourself how to handle health. I want you, you need to start doing this so you, you'll be ready when this tsunami of blessing comes. Yes. Thank you. And it's sooner than you think. Yeah. It's sooner than you think. You see what I'm saying? You have to start training yourself. Yeah. Because if, you if you don't learn it here, God's going to send you to school when you get to heaven. Yeah. Write this down. You'll be blessed by it. First, I want to say, just as the Egyptians had to give to Israel, so will the wealth of the sinner be given to us. That's Proverbs 13, verse 22. Now, why why, why do I want you excited? Write this down. The enthusiasm of a great body of people is always contagious. The enthusiasm of a great body of people is always contagious. Always, always. Always. Boy, you get people that are excited. Don't you like it when everybody's excited when the saints win? I said, when the saints win? I said, when the Saints win, it's yeah. <laughs> kind of dull in the dome th- the when they're losing it. Oh, but if they win it, my God, think about that. That's an amazing thing. We went on a cruise one time with Travis and and all that. You know, Travis built real good, you know. I mean, you know, he is really guilty. I mean, one time he was in my—I think my daughter's yard—and girl just slammed the brakes on just to look at it. He had his shirt off. You remember? After, you know, it was so fun. Well, he was walking. We, we were walking we were on that ship. Uh, I can't remember where we were. Somewhere in Mexico, or, and he had his shirt off. Not only were the women turning around looking at Travis, the men were too. I thought, good Lord. I said, shake something for me there, Travis. <laughs> I mean, he just muscle everywhere. Oh, but that didn't come just hoping. That didn't come. He prepared himself. You go to his house, you got all them weights in the garage and, bloop, and all that kind of stuff. Takes preparation. I used to look like Travis. You got to see it by faith, but I did. But see, the excess covered it. Mm. I'm cutting my own guts out here. (laughs) Lord Jesus, you see what I'm saying? So when you understand what God is saying here, the enthusiasm of a great body of people is always contagious. I like that. Write this down. Responsibility is a great developer. Oh, it's good when you become when you have responsibility. Responsibility is a great developer. Where there is responsibility, there is growth. Let me say it again. Responsibility is a great developer. Where there is responsibility, there is growth. That's why God said, take them in the wilderness. I gotta make them responsible. They gotta learn how to handle all this. They gotta learn to be an army. They have to learn how to do things. You see, God don't want you to ever become greedy because he blessed you beyond your wildest dreams. Let me tell you something about God. It's amazing. You talk about a buffet. They're all griping and mad because they want to go back to Egypt, eat the flesh pots. God said, you want some meat? God sent quail. Now quail's good eating. Quail, four foot thick, 24 miles long. They died with the birds in their mouth because they were greedy. He rained bread from the sky. He said, I pick it every day. Some people lazy. We're going to pick it, and, and, and if, they do, if they try to store it up, it would rot. Why? Because he wants to supply your need every day. Amen. Amen. Every day. You see what I'm saying? So God has blessed me and Kathy beyond our wildest dreams, and I, and I thank the Lord for it. And I think, I'm just still overwhelmed. God, why? He said, because you can handle it. But see, I had to develop that responsibility. Like I say, it's easier its easier to make a fortune than it is to keep it. Let me say it again. Responsibility is a great developer. Where there's responsibility, there is growth. See, so when you understand that, you grow in your spiritual life to the fullness of the stature of Christ. That's what—that's why he sent them. They weren't trying to just be getting the heat of the dead. Just grow. That's all you got to do. When you was a kid, did you ever used to notch the side of the, uh, see how far you grow and you you put a little line or nothing like that and your mama get mad because you mess up the, uh, the door frame. Just trying to grow. But the day will come when you'll get where you're supposed to get. It took me at least, I would say, at least 40 years to get to 18. God, I couldn't wait till I get 18. And guess what I got? I got a letter from the government. Gentlemen, Vietnam was kicking, Jane, Kicking. Oh, God. Now, from eighteen to thirty, it took mm, five years. Thirty to fifty, a year and a half. Fifty to seventy-three, three months. No, it's actually the same. You say, you know, you say, "Whoa, time goes fast." No, it's the same. The reason why you. <laughs> is that it speeds up on you because uh, you know you are doing so much and you forget about the time and all of a sudden yeah it is exactly the same so i made up my mind god would develop me in my responsibility so he, he said build this church with no limits i took responsibility i had to de- i had to develop myself oh Kabashokun, thank you i had to look at my stature me am i quality can I become a piece? Can I do this? Because American Bank says I can't. Hibernia Bank says I can't. C- can't. But God said you can. Yes. So I said I will develop myself in this responsibility. And I began to grow and I built it debt free and under budget. Not bragging, because I had to become responsible with your seed. I will not be lazy with your seed. I tell people, you give me $1,000 this morning and Sunday, I'll get 1,000 souls by Friday. I can do it. I don't mean that Friday. Because we have the capability to do it. We have the technology to do it. You see what I'm saying? And when you understand that, spiritual, physical, and financial, why can't you own the banks? Somebody else. How come it's always somebody else? Why can't it be you? Because the churches kept you down, don't get crazy. Why this prosperity stuff? Yet you go look at them churches, them churches are blessed. Yes. The buildings. Yep. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. See, God trusts, look at me, all of you. God, you you on all over the world. God trusts you. The church doesn't. Mm-hmm. The government doesn't. That's why they don't let you send in your taxes. They take it out of your check. But notice, God lets you give tithe. Oh, you never know something about God. He's never changed the rate. How many times your bank changed the rate? Your credit cards changed the rate. They don't trust you. But God does. He said, and if you'll let me develop you, I'll give you responsibility. I'll cause great growth in your life. So responsibility is a great developer. Where there is responsibility, there is growth. Now, I want to talk about business for a minute. Everybody say aptitude. Aptitude for business will make a person a thriving tradesman. Aptitude for business will make a person a thriving tradesman or a merchant prince. That's why some of these people get so filthy rich and they got ideas in the garage. You know, all our technology now, most of them come out of somebody's garage you know, uh, you know the, uh, the Bill Gates and the Elon Musk and all the, the Apple people and all that, out of a garage because they had aptitude for business. Aptitude for business will make a person a thriving tradesman or a merchant prince. Let me tell you something, people. God wants to bless you with an aptitude for business. His divine concepts and ideas are right within your reach. They're right there, listen. God will use your skills and give you the business sense to make you function in it. I'm telling you, God's got some great gifts and he's given them to you. All you have to do is obey his word and allow him to develop you. How do you do that? By receiving the word of God on a daily basis, not a Sunday basis. I mean, look what God did with the nation of Israel when they were slaves, but they learned trades by God when they became a nation. Look what they do today. Some of the greatest things that come out of Israel, some of the greatest things with inventions and everything you can think of. Remember this, responsibility. This is a great statement. Responsibility is a great developer. It will develop you. And where there is responsibility, there is growth. Don't you want to grow? Sure you do. I mean, you have a responsibility to take care of your family. You got one promise. You got the promise of your family down to a a thousand generations and a good man leave an inheritance for his children's children. You got to develop that responsibility in that gift. And that's the business aptitude of what God wants you to do. Listen to me. If he did it for me, he will do it for you. I know I'm talking fast. I don't have enough time to put this in your life, but I'm going to tell you something. God will do it and change it just like that. I want to answer a question I received from a man named Larry today. He says, "You talk about vision all the time and how important it is. How do I receive the vision God wants for my life? Very simple, Larry. Go before the Lord and say, "Lord, I know you've given me a vision, a destiny and a destination." And I may not know where it's at, Lord, but show me now. show me, and I want to and stay there right there and just meditate and watch God develop the vision that He's called Larry to do. That's what I did, Larry. And I know what to do, when to do it, where to do it, and how to do it. you got to find your gifts. And from those gifts comes your vision. And Jesus said, have a vision because if you don't, you'll perish. Isn't that a blessing? Stay right there. Bless God. I'm going to be back in just a moment to speak another word to you. I want to show you some things that are happening here at Jesse the planet's Ministries. And I hope you're enjoying the program today. I'm enjoying it myself. Watch this and be blessed. There's a world that needs to be saved. Our mission is to preach the gospel of Jesus to that world. That is why we here at Jesse the Planets Ministries believe the unbelievable and operate in the impossible. God is continuing to direct us to expand our outreach to more people in more places and through more ways than ever before. We're advancing into the frontiers of ministry to change more lives through one simple question. Do. You know Jesus. Listen to me. It is beginning. The light of Jesus is shining higher and brighter and further than ever. People from all over are responding to the message of Jesus. Nothing can stop the light of God's love from reaching people and changing lives. you know angels are real, and many of them are here today. God's Word is full of supernatural experiences by people just like you and me. My new book, The Hidden Help, I share a few of those biblical stories and some of my own personal experiences with angelic beings. Remember, this world isn't all there is. You are unique in God's creation, and The Hidden Help is always here for you. Order your copy today at JDM.org. I'm so excited about our July product offer, The Hidden Health. It's one of my favorite books that I've written. It is about angels, my encounter with angels, and the teaching on angels. You know you may have entertained an angel and didn't even know it. The Bible said we entertain angels unaware. This book, look at it, will minister you greatly because it shows you that the spirit world is so much bigger than the natural world. How do I get my copy? Go to JDM.org and you'll get it and it'll bless you. Partners, thank you for all that you do. We reach people, we change lives one soul at a time. And I mean that sincerely. That is so strong inside of me. But also while we're doing that, we put a smile on people's face. People say, Brother Jessica, I, I, I've seen him do it. He'll walk into the most discouraging place, and within two minutes he's got them smiling, got them laughing. You know what it is? Christ in me, the hope of glory. It's not just in the place. I just let the Lord Jesus Christ that's in me come out and just bless people. That's what we do, partners, with your faithful financial support. We reach people. You've heard me say it a thousand times, maybe 2,000. Ask the Lord for every dollar given to our ministry. Give us a soul into the kingdom. We are constantly doing the work of the Lord. Great projects. Man, I mean, we finished out a $5 million project. Now we've got a $20 million project. We're about ready to finish out. Believe in God for a $20 million donate. We can get 20,000 people give a $1,000 or one person give 20 million. It doesn't make any difference to me. It's about the projects. It's about the things God wants done in this life. And you've heard me say it in 47 years of ministry. Never had a financial deficit? That's unheard of. You know it. You never hear saying, we don't know what we're going to do. Oh, Jesus. Gloom and despair. <laughs> uh-uh. We don't live like that. We live the Our Father prayer. His will be done where? Right here. As it is where? Right there. In heaven. Glory to God. And it's such a blessing. So partners, thank you for being so courteous and kind. Father, bless every partner. 30, 60, 100 fold, but I'd prefer 100 fold, Lord, for everyone, especially my partners, in Jesus' name. That's an anointing of increases on me. I, you can expect it, buddy. I'm telling you, listen to me. God is not a respecter person. He blesses me. He's got to bless you. And partners, thank you for helping me do all these projects as we preach this uncompromised word of God. Till next week, I love you. See you. Bye-bye. Don't miss this special Friday event in Nashville, Tennessee, on August 11th. You never use your faith for something possible. Faith has to be used for impossible things. Hallelujah, I believe we're gonna hear essential things that are gonna transform us. Get ready! Hallelujah! Jesse and Kathy DuClanis' special Friday event, August 11th, 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. in Nashville, Tennessee, at Faith is the Victory Church. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, our July partner offer entitled The Big Payoff. It's going to set your faith on fire as you get ready for a tsunami of spiritual, physical, and financial blessings. There's a wealth in the sea of human life, and it's all for you. It's entitled The Big Payoff. Go to JDM.org and get that copy. You're going to be blessed, man, and get ready to receive from God. the first principle of of the Christian life is faith. It's built in the very structure of your soul. You see, a baby can't walk without faith. It crawls, then it gets enough faith to stand up, and it may fall down, but it begins, because it's built in the structure of that soul of that child to go forward, to do something.